Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Tuesday, the 24th of January. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined this uh, bright and breezy Tuesday morning by Joshua Barry. How are you doing, Joshua? Good, Derek. I see you're a company man again this morning. Is that dog walk yeah, time? Uh, I've got the Rangers Review Gilly yeah. on, Tim Sherwood style, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. You have to put it on in, in these conditions, I've got to admit. It is Baltic down here mm. in Warrington, but uh, yeah, a lovely garment it is. Um, yeah, before we talk all things Rangers, folks, and we have a signing to talk about, which is uh, great news. Uh, just a quick word uh, on a couple of things. A bit of housekeeping. First of all, you can see the little ticker below. We've got an amazing offer on the website just now. Just £1 for four months. Yes, four months worth of content on the site. Uh, or you can take advantage of our annual subscription. It was uh, £34.99. It has now been slashed to just £19 for the full year. All you have to do is head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe uh, to sign up. It's dead easy to do so. Uh, as you can see as well, the banner on your screen, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've surpassed 11,000 subscribers now, so thank you to each and every one of you. Uh, and a quick word as well to our podcast sponsors, Seneca Hair Restoration. Uh, you know the drill by now. If you're looking to revamp the top of your head, these are the guys to go to. They're the number one hair transplant corporation in Europe due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques. Uh, to date, they've treated over 43,000 uh, hairless sufferers, as they like to call them. Uh, their mission is a simple one, to change people's lives and restore their lost self-confidence. And all the links to their social media accounts and their website is in the description box. So go and check them out, folks. Right, Joshua, um, Todd Cantwell is done and Dusty signed yesterday, uh, unveiled as a Rangers player. And there is a, a, an exciting press conference taking place this afternoon uh, where he'll be unveiled to the media. Looking forward to what he's got to say. Uh, he's been assigned the number 13 jersey. Uh, he's given an, gave an interview to Rangers TV yesterday, folks. Uh, I'd urge you to go and check it out. And he says that uh, he's had a, a, an unfortunate last couple of seasons, but he's taken that number 13 jersey because it, uh, he feels that, I mean, it's historically an unlucky number, isn't it? But he feels that yeah. it could be lucky for him at Rangers. Uh, I've got to say, I like the the, the, uh, the cut of his jib, as they say. Talks well, uh, and I'm really excited at seeing him in the Rangers jersey. Yeah, I agree, Derek. I mean, um, there's so many things to cover with this transfer, but I think we, we should start with the the, the confidence that, that Cantwell obviously has and, and choosing the number 13. Um, he effectively did it, and he says this in his Rangers TV interview because he wants it to be remembered positively. He believes that you make your own luck has obviously had a difficult couple of years and, and has always been someone that's his self-confidence has been noted in the past. And he's always said that it's not arrogance, it's just self-confidence. You, you need that at Ibrox, Derek. I think if you're a creative player, you need confidence in your own, own abilities. It's something we've spoken about with a player like Alex Lowry before to go and try things. Um, Cant Cantwell's a really exciting transfer because I think it fits exactly what Michael Beale said when he was speaking at the start of the window about people coming in that are going to be starters, that are going to drive the standards. It's a move that Cantwell needs to make work. He's had a difficult couple of years for, for varying reasons. Um, as he alluded to, I'm sure from the other side of the fence as well, the coaches would have their own side of the story. But, you know, that that's football. But his, his quality isn't in question. You know, anyone who's watched him before or knows the, the type of clubs he was linked with in the past, 
Um, Rangers are able to get him because of a, a misfortunate couple of years, but these are the loopholes they need to try and find um, in, in the transfer market. And because you know Rangers can't offer the money, they're not in the TV market as some other English clubs, Derek. We, we've spoken about that so many times. But now that they have that kind of established pathway to selling players to big clubs like Aribo, Bassi, Patterson, what they can offer um, players like Cantwell is the opportunity to play for a club of a size that he hasn't before. He said that when he was speaking about Ibrox and the size of the stadium and having those fans behind him um, to, to, to play for a club that they just wouldn't otherwise, um, but also still take that step perhaps to, to be sold on and for a future fee um, if they are obviously successful at Ibrox. I, I think if it works, it's going to work really well. Um, Campwell spoke about the importance of trusting Beal, um, which I, I thought was interesting because it's an important uh, move in his career. He's 24 going on 25. Uh, as I say, he needs to, to kind of make this work and, and redirect the trajectory, which was going upwards up until the summer of 2021. Um, so a really exciting sign, uh, signing. Looking forward to, to hearing a bit more from him today. Um, and if anyone wants to Read a bit more about him plenty on the website. Um, Scout Report uh, kind of breaking down his early comments as well. So do go and uh, check that out. Yeah, uh, definitely. Let's get to a few comments. <laughs> this from Ross Joshua. Is Joshua dying his hair in dedication to Cantwell signing? Get the hairband out too. What a player he will be. Uh, I think there'll be a few uh, folks uh, going to uh, salons and barbers across yeah. uh, the west of Scotland, uh, Joshua, asking for a Todd Cantwell. Yeah. It is. Um, I've, I've not considered the dying yet, but I have worn a hairband to football previously, Ross. So um, maybe. But it is, in all seriousness, Derek. It is, the reason that I think it's such an exciting signing is it's not a loan deal, so it's not temporary. Um, it's not. So you know, similarly to tell when you've got that. Obviously, there's the, the option to buy there. So you're not kind of developing a player for a year and then he goes away. He's not like an Aaron Ramsey where he was 32, 33 and his quality isn't in question, but physically he's, he's not there to dominate. Um, I, I think that's what makes this transfer so exciting because uh, as Ross uh, rightly alludes to there, if, if it does work, it has the potential to be such an exciting transfer at Rangers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, some nice comments coming in. First of all, Matt Weir says, uh, Morning Trips, working from home for my daily listening coffee up here in Inverness. Great to have a signing in the door. Hopefully that settle all our nerves about signings and trust. Beal in uh, James Strachan. <laughs> Uh, what a result this was last night. He says, hey, good evening, morning, chaps. Very sad to see the Aberdeen result. I've not heard of that team before, talking about Darvel. What was all that about, Joshua? What an incredible result that is. Uh, congratulations to Darvel, by the way. Sensational. Has to be uh, the, the biggest shock of all time. The sixth yeah. team of Scottish football to beat a team in the top flight is no mean feat. Uh, and, and congratulations yeah, to a West of Scotland side. It defies belief. And what, how good was their pitch? I know the pitch was very, and you did pick up on that, Derek, because you've you've yeah. written something just up that um, up that avenue today. But yeah, congratulations to them. I only watched uh, a wee bit of the first half, but the bit I did watch, they were the ones that were kind of fizzing the ball about um, and looked like looked like the better team. Um, Aberdeen, obviously, it's a bad defeat for them. But as Darvel rightly put on their Twitter, it's not Aberdeen's worst result; it's Darvel's yes. best result. So yeah, absolutely, Ed, yeah. Well done to each and every one of them. And I, I, I fancy them up against, they're playing Falkirk next, so if they can beat Aberdeen, then I think they've got a fair chance of uh, progressing past Falkirk. So yeah, fantastic result. Let's get back to the Rangers chat. Todd Catmull, as I mentioned, folks, um, was speaking to Rangers TV uh, last night. There is a press conference today. Alan asked, uh, what time is said press conference? I believe it's staggered. The broadcasters get a section with them, uh, the written press, and... Uh, 
I think it's another... two, two o'clock-ish, Derek. Yeah, the fa- fan yeah. groups as well. So it's around about two o'clock, Alan. Um, and we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll get all the fallout from that on, on the website and our social media channel. So keep an eye out uh, for that. Um, Todd Cantwell, as I mentioned, gave that interview to Rangers TV. And he said Michael Beal was key in him joining the club. Uh, I'll, I'll read you some of the quotes that he, he said. He says, this is a massive club and there is massive responsibility when you sign for Rangers to be the player that the fans want to see. They want to see a player that works hard and a player that can win them games, which is very important. And that is something I'm hoping to bring. I think it was an important stage of my career and an important move speaking to Ross and the manager they seem like two very good people and good at what they do the manager was very clear with me and he laid out exactly what they like about me and what they want from me as a player that's all we can ask for is clarity the chance to play in Europe and to win things that's why I am here to win trophies the manager was massive in terms of why I came here it's really important to have a manager that believes in you and you believe in them not a lot of players say it but you need to be on board with everything if you want to get the best version of yourself I feel the manager can get that out of me and I'm looking forward to working with him. Um, yeah, seeing all the right things, Joshua. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I think uh, I liked that the tweet as someone mentioned earlier mm-hmm. on, as Brian says here, uh, the battle fever is on. He's a tweet yesterday with the fantastic sign, the welcome to Ibrook sign, which I do love um, yeah. when new signings are, are pictured next to it. Um, and I'm excited to see him play. I think he's, he's a certainty to start on Saturday. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, mate. He's a certain a certainty to start soon, Derek. Obviously, this isn't a, a player who's going to be phased in and, and start playing in March. I think um, I think that's that's why you get him in the, in the door in January so that he can make an impact between now and the end of the season, and then obviously make a big impact next season. In terms of where he, he will play, um, I think you can kind of split Beal's team into kind of four compartments, as we've talked about before: the defense, kind of defensive midfielders, which is where. A, Certainly, a certain um, Raskin comes into the conversation, the attacking midfield, and then you know your couple of goal scorers. Um, it can take on different forms, and and I think what will suit Cantwell is it's a real free role. We, we've spoken about it loads. There's been loads of stuff on our website and our Twitter page. The kind of variation of positions that Sakala and Kent in particular, Tillman as well to a degree, have been picking the ball up in kind of given that autonomy to, to go where the ball is, go where the space is. And I think Cantwell will really enjoy it because wh- whenever I've heard him speak about his own game, um, he speaks about ball carrying, dribbling, opening up a defence. Um, and, and he's going to have a lot of opportunity to try and do that in Scotland uh, because a lot of it will be will be breaking down defences. But I think the positive um, looking from the, from the outside in is it's not a player who's reliant on space um, out wide necessarily or in behind who relies on his pace to break down defences. He is someone that I think will do really well in those tight spaces. There's an interesting um, segment of an interview in the piece that I mentioned that's in the comments section where he's kind of breaking down his own dribbling style, which is is really interesting uh, in his own words. So I'd urge you to go and check that out. But um, I I think he'll be in sooner rather than later, Derek, whether he starts at the weekend. I guess it's at home as well, so maybe there is an argument that you you put him straight in. Um, But if you have him in the same team as as Kent and Tillman, that's that's an exciting team to watch. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, a lot of questions coming in about uh, where does he fit. Alan says he uh, could possibly go to a four-one-three-two with Cantwell replacing Lindstrom as a number eight. Uh, Lindstrom needs to up his game for me. He's he's been off the boil for for some time. I don't necessarily think that's Cantwell's best position. Uh, there was a comment come in. Uh, Joe Ninety says, "Alan, check out the interview with the Norwich fan." He's uh, he told me that, that he likes to see him as a number ten. 
uh, has played off the left, but his, his, his sort of preferred position is, is that number 10 role. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if A, he starts on Saturday and B, uh, what position he, he's going to play. But I think uh, he, he's a player that's going to have a big role in Rangers going forward. I think there's no doubt about it. Um, let's move on to other players that have been linked, Joshua. Union1872 says, what's going on with Raskin? Mixed reports. Reports over in uh, France, I believe, saying that uh, he's underwent a medical in London ahead of a move uh, to Rangers. Uh, we're trying to get that substantiated. There's other reports suggesting that no fee has been uh, agreed, no agreement has been reached with Standard Liège. Um, but it certainly seems that all noises uh, are int- intimating that, uh, intimating, sorry, that it's, it's, it's a move that is edging ever closer, Joshua. Yeah, and obviously Michael Beale himself confirmed the interest uh, last Friday, whenever it was, in, in his press conference, um, when he, he started to speak about Raskin and he said he wouldn't budge and then um, obviously gave a, a bit of detail away. Was was watching him yesterday, Derek, for another piece we've got coming on the website. And I, and I think similarly to, to Cantwell, this could be a real game-changing uh, sign-in for Rangers. Um, again, if you're Raskin and you're looking at the natural next step in your career, this is why, obviously, establishing a pathway to sell players to to top clubs makes uh, is it, so important, not only for the financials um, of, of getting money in and, and becoming self-sustainable, but also having that pathway to show to players like Raskin, look, you can come here for two years, you'll be, be able to enjoy the unique circumstances of playing for a club like Rangers, playing Europe, uh, win trophies, uh, play for a bigger club than you would otherwise. Um, but there's still that window to, to the Premier League, uh, which is only down the road in Rangers, as I say, with the Rebo and Patterson and Bassey as well, obviously going to one of Europe's big clubs in, in Ajax. Uh, Rangers can now show uh, he'd be a really exciting player for me, Derek, at the base of midfield because he's so aggressive, so quick. Um, he, you'll see if you watch compilations of him um, or uh, if, you, if you've watched games of him playing for Standard Liège, you'll see so often that when he goes to win the ball back, he gives himself quite a lot of room be- between him and his opponent. Um, and then just sprints a, a bit like a pit bull. Sprints as soon as they take their first touch. Um, kind of really intelligent um, in one v one duels. A lot of man marking in in um, in Belgium would be a little bit, I guess, more compact playing under Beal system. But that would probably only uh, only help him. And then on the ball, a really strong ball carrier, uh, pretty one footed. Um, is is maybe a some somewhat of a negative. Um, really, really likes uh, his right foot, but happy to get beyond and contribute in the attacking sense because Rangers don't just need a player at the base midfield that's going to break things up. They need a player who's going to start attacks and contribute to attacks and, and run beyond. And um, yeah, it, it, only twenty one. Um, it would be a, a really interesting and an exciting signing again, and, and I think fits that mould of. Of what Bill wants, which is players who, who need to drive Rangers forward, and you're saying there, Derek, that Lundstrom hasn't been great. Um, Lundstrom and the whole really of the team for the last month haven't had much competition, and um, because of the injury situation, and Bill has said as much. And, and if you were to get Raskin in the door alongside Cantwell, I, th- I certainly think that you know that would drive everyone's uh, standards up because uh, they'd have to if they want to start. Yeah, uh, lots of comments coming in. Let's get to a few of them. Pete Lawrence says he could drive and a strong leader. Uh, Connor Fleming says, "How comparative is he to Joey Veerman?" Uh, I'm not entirely. I'm not entirely I sure, he, Josh. I think he's more of a. Yeah, well, I think he's more of a. Um, when I was watching him at Connor, when I first went to watch him, I kind of expected a player who just sat in front of the defence and sprayed the ball wide. Um, I don't know why, it's just what I had in my mind. And, and he does do that, and, and you will see him as the deepest player. Um, but I think his, his key strengths are 
his ability to break up play, but then also join it. So I don't think he's quite. I, th I think he's still good on the ball, and he's still good. Um, there were some nice clips I was watching him uh, yesterday, which are included in the piece of him um, really in that Stephen Davis mould, um, conducting how to open up a defence, playing that bounce pass. It always reminds me of the goal at Ross County where Davis plays it off, Morelos plays Tavin behind, and, he, and he's just the one that's creating that opening and has the ability to know and to, to slow down the game and speed it up. Braskin's obviously only 21, so I guess that's something he needs to mature in as well. Um, but so yeah. aggressive and, and so good at winning the ball back, Pretty good one-on-one -on -one as well. So when he wins the ball back, he often has the ability to kind of twist away from his marker and, and, and drive forward and, and contribute in an attacking sense. I don't think there's there's much that he lacks. As I say, he is pretty one-footed. Um, there's one assist, again, that's included in the piece from last season where you think the whole time, just play it across with your left. But he does manage to kind of keep it in keep it in play with his, his right for the entire time. So I think he'd be more of a maybe a six than a number eight. I think Veerman would have come in to play maybe alongside Stephen Davis, whereas I think Raskin would would maybe be the the kind of centerpiece of that midfield, and then you'd have a, a Kamara or a Jack or a Lundstrom alongside him. But that said, I do think he could play slightly higher up. Um, but to have a player at the base of midfield, Derek, who was able to to dominate physically in that way, I don't think Rangers have had that. Lundstrom does give them that, but Lundstrom isn't. He's not, he's not the quickest, whereas Raskin really is, and. That certainly stood out to me yesterday when I when I was watching him. Just how how effective his pace is in a in a in a way at the base of midfield you wouldn't always think a, a player uh, needs a lot of pace there. Yeah, world's greatest DJ with a, a, I like this similarity is Raskin, a Stuart McCall type player. Derek similarities, yes, uh, destroyer at times, but can uh, real in bags of energy and can and, and can uh, get about the pitch. Uh, if he's any, any if he's half as good as Stuart McCall, I think Rangers are, are on to a winner. I think. Um, yeah, Joshua. Just, just as well. Sorry, that just as well. I was seeing a comment there. I think he, you'll try things. Um, and yeah. the, his pass percentage that we've got his radar. His pass percentage was eighty three percent this season. And some people might look at that as a midfielder for for um, comparison sake. Stephen Davis in the fifty five season was I think eighty nine. Uh, some people might look at that with Raskin and think he doesn't hold the ball enough or he's too risky. But I think that's a real positive as as well. You've got to remember he's playing in a team at the moment, Standard Liège, who. Who haven't been uh, brilliant uh, certainly since even since Rangers played them a couple of seasons ago, um, but you want player a player who's going to take a risk. Um, Rangers don't have enough players in that midfield, I think, who see an opening and try things, who can take the ball in the half turn and just, and just drive up the pitch. The number of times you watch him Raskin and he gets the ball in front of his midfields and there's no real passing option, so he just says, "Stuff it, I'm going to drive up the pitch myself." Um, he's very much a leader and there's some quotes that reflect that from, from youth team managers. I think playing 100 games or, or whatever it is at the age of 21 for a club like Standard BA shows that. Yeah, um, yeah, It'd be a really exciting sign and if Rangers could could get him in and I think really change the dynamic of that midfield because Rangers have needed a player in there for, well, a while really um, and, yeah. and I think that the, um, yeah, the, the rest of the contingent there, whether it be Lundstrom, Kamara, Jack can obviously all complement and, and Raskin if he was to arrive. Yeah, but Ronnie Dyler, of all people, is a manager at Standard Liège at the moment. So, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully that move is, is one that can get over the line uh, before the weekend. Um, Brian Moore, just on that, that issue about pace, uh, we need more intensity and energy in our play. We play very slow. And I feel Lundstrom is part of the issue. Um, Scott Patterson, Mon Scott, uh, with a fully fit squad, which is Utopia, who doesn't play? Uh, it's, it's, it's a tough one, but listen, it's, it's a squad game these days. Yeah, selection dilemmas. I'm sure selection headaches is what Michael Beale wants. Joshua, uh, 
that midfield needs revamped. I think we're all in agreement. Todd Cantwell is uh, the f- first step in, in doing so. Uh, the more players he has at his disposal, the better. Then it's all about trying to keep those that aren't playing happy. Yeah, and I've seen the comments as well, some chat about Tillman um, and others will be moved. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, you're going to have to do well to upgrade on, on Malik Tillman. Um, no. yeah. I, I don't know if that means more because players are coming in, but I think you see that right side the triangle, um, which obviously leads to the goal at the weekend. We've spoken a lot as well about why Tillman's playing deeper in, and um, I don't think the manager is going to use that. I think he's been building up that um contingent of, of Tavernier, Sakal and, and Tillman on the right and, and it's worked really well so I, I, as you say Derek it's a squad game I'm sure that will rotate out and there'll be more pressure on them um, but I don't think that um, necessarily players say Cantwell and Raskin were to come in this window I think they'd both be starting players but there'd obviously be games that, that they don't start Beal hasn't had the luxury of doing that so far but I think you've got certain players who are definitely going to start in this system Kent um, Tillman, Tavernier, many not maybe not many outside of that. Goldson, uh, Davies, um, maybe when he comes back, Red Van Yomas as well. But to, I mean, Tillman for me, Derek, I think he's been Rangers' best player this season. I can't think of another player who's, if anyone can think of a player who's made more of a contribution. Um, and I know he splits opinion for it's some true. reason, but yeah. who's had who's had a more effective season, especially considering his age, um, considering the fact that. This is his first professional season. Number of big moments he's had, even before, um, before uh, Beal came in and, and Europe as well to get Rangers into the Champions League. I know he didn't do well then, but no one did in the Rangers squad. So, so for me, he's a player that, alongside the likes of Cantwell and hopefully Raskin, you build this team around. And I think if you were able to have Tillman and Cantwell and, and Raskin in the midfield, especially at home. Um, sometimes you maybe need to bring in a more defensive-minded player away from home. Again, it's a really exciting dynamic if you're looking to break down defences. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, on, on Tillman, it's, it's a real Ferdinand clip for me where when uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was uh, moonlighting for the Man United job and he got that result against PSG, get the mm. contract out, write whatever right. he wants on there and get him to sign it, basically. That's where, yeah. that's where I'm at with uh, Malik Tillman. I know he... Uh, uh, some supporters need to, to be convinced that, that uh, the Rangers should shell out a, a substantial amount of money for him, but uh, I've, I've seen enough. I think uh, they need to get him signed on a permanent deal. Um, Stephen Smith gets in touch. Uh, where does Catmill signing leave? Hadji in the pecking order. By all accounts, he should make an appearance on Saturday, Joshua. I think we'll know more at the end of the week where he's at, but uh, Michael Beale did say uh, a week or so ago that he's targeting that St. Johnson game at the end of the month. Ditto John Suter. Yeah, um, where does it leave him in the pecking order, I guess? Similar with someone like Tom Lawrence, competition's good and, and Rangers need options. And they've not had options so far this season and you've seen how kind of harmful that's been to, to their chances. Um, I know what the comment means because if you think about Lowry and Kent in that position as well, it does start to become a bit crowded. Uh, but... As I say, I think at home you you'll often see maybe two attacking players playing that in that midfield role. Um, we've seen Tillman and, and Lowry both playing that role where they're taking the ball off the centre halves and the fullbacks are going higher at, at different points on the bill. Um, when Hadji is back on the pitch, it'll be fantastic to see because he's had such a um, long time out. Uh, that that game against Sterling Albion when he went down feels uh, yeah. so long ago. Obviously, it was over a year ago or just about a year ago now. 
Um, so yeah, looking forward to seeing him back on the pitch. But it'll take him time after that type of injury yeah. to get back to full fitness. And Rangers, although the gap is nine points, Rangers still have a, the potential of winning two cups this season. The league, if they win the next old firm, you, 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 I, I know by by a points basis it looks um, hard to, to close at the moment. But I think you you just got to keep winning and do what you can do, um, which is what Rangers have managed to do so far. <clears throat> um, so, so to get signings in at the moment who are ready to hit the ground running is is important. And as again, as Bill said, he wants to drive the standards in the building. He wants to turn the, the dial up. All these kind of buzzwords he said are true because players will know that if they want to get in the team or even in the squad at points, they're going to have to outperform play, uh, players who um, are either brought in or are coming back to, to fitness. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's one eye, of course, on... He did say he didn't want short-term gaps. It's one eye on... Uh, the seasons ahead and Rangers need a side that is able to win, reclaim the league championship. Uh, the Wasp gets in touch. Uh, Derek, any news on Lawrence injury? No, I'm afraid. Uh, Michael Beale did touch on this, I think, last week. He has suffered a setback. Uh, no time skills has, uh, has has been given with regards to his uh, return. Uh, it's just uh, immensely unfortunate, I'm afraid. Um, whether we see him before the end of the season remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, he, he's been a huge miss of that, there is no doubt. Um, actually speaking to a Derby fan uh, last week, uh, and he did have his injury troubles to seek there also. Um, but they are very keen to see him, him do well at, at Rangers as well. And they are they're to, sad to see how, how it's gone for him because he, he did hit the ground running when he arrived. Um, but Story of Rangers season. Unfortunately, it's been a, a season from hit from hell, really, in terms of uh, injuries uh, and long term injuries uh, as well. Caroline says, "I uh, don't think we'll see Lawrence again this season. If we do, it's a bonus. That, that's that's the way I'm looking at it. Uh, if if we do see him, um, another comment coming in here from James McConaughey. Guys, uh, Neil McCann said that we need a, a centre forward. I tend to fully agree. Nisbet would fit in our system. Rangers need a centre forward, Joshua." They probably get by towards the end of the season, but I agree that it's a it's an area. Obviously, if you look at Morello's been out of contract, Cholak's had his injury issues, but um, I think you need an, definitely need another player alongside him um, next season because he'll be great in some games, not as effective in, in other games. Um, I don't think it's controversial to to say that. Yeah. So I, I do think they need the centre forward. I don't think Sakala suits playing with his back to goal. I think Beal's team looks better when they've got someone like Morelos to play into feet. And, and Morelos has quietly actually had quite an effective run under Beal. Um, I think it's seven or eight goal involvements. Um, if you look at the, the assists that he's, he's got, as well as goals, obviously he lays on Jack's goal at, at Hamden, he lays on Kent's goal at, at Kilmarnock, um, scores two himself that night. So he's been uh, quietly very effective. I think he's still got some way to go to convince that uh, you know, forking out a lot of money to keep an Ibrox for a long time would would be the right move, um, because Rangers, as Beal keeps saying as well, you know, he says a lot, but he's, he's spoken about not being too loyal to players and 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 having to, I guess, move on at points because um, as he's doing with bringing in a player like Cantwell, you need new players in that starting eleven to to freshen things up. Long term, com- completely agree. Nisbet. Um, would he fit the system? He's, he's, I mean, he's come back from injury pretty effectively, uh, hasn't he? I, I don't know. You, you look at players like Nisbet and Shankland, and obviously they score a lot of goals in the, the Scottish Premiership. But I guess the question is, can if Rangers need a starting striker, can they get a, a better player with a higher ceiling? I, I, I honestly uh, I don't know because um, logic would tell you if they're scoring, you know, Shankland scoring X amount of goals for Hearts, then they do that at Rangers. Um, but yeah. 
I'd, I'd always be tempted to kind of look elsewhere as well and not necessarily just um, because Rangers are obviously recruiting to do well in Europe as well and are those players going to be able to perform like Morelos has been able to in that stage um, I don't know but yeah I, I totally agree that over time a centre forwards depending on what happens with Morelos absolutely required yeah and listen there's still a good few days left of the transfer window just over uh was it seven days left now seven uh, days, or, or, yeah, seven days. Yeah. so uh i expect uh clubs not just rangers to, to ramp up uh their efforts and, and, and attempting to uh shape their squads before that window slams shut as they say um okay folks i think that'll do us there thanks to everyone for interacting with the show as ever it's greatly appreciated uh, just a reminder that todd cantwell press conference taking place this afternoon um so we'll have all the fallout from that on the website and on our social media channels just a reminder of our offer we've got on just now you can see the little ticker below four months of coverage on the site for just one we are literally giving it away. Uh, you can take out an annual subscription also, which has been slashed from £34.99 to just £19 for the entire year. Head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. And if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, that's totally free. Uh, over 11,000 of you now supporting the channel. So thank you very much for doing so. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow, but until then, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Bye.